There's another show trial in addition to the impeachment hearings. Uh, this was the trial of Roger Stone, or to be more apt, the show trial of Roger Stone. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, and the theme of today's program is American-style justice at home and away. And as we are beginning to see now, there's a, a new type of justice uh, in the United States that resembles Stalinist show trials, although this is so ridiculous and so obscene what we witnessed this week that even Uncle Joe would wince at what has been going on in Washington, D.C. And I dare say this is a sad low point in American history. I think many people will agree with me, well, the ones paying attention anyway. Roger Stone has gone down guilty of all charges, says the jury. The Washington, D.C. jury of nine women and three men. Take a wild guess what political party they probably belong to. Well, we won't get into that. This is an interesting story. This is the show trial of show trials here, the trial of Roger Stone. And let me preface this because you have to preface everything these days. Whatever your personal feelings are about Roger Stone, the former Trump aide, campaign advisor, whatever your feelings are about Roger Stone, that's beside the point. Roger Stone could be the worst human being to ever walk the face of the planet, which he's probably not. But anyway, hypothetically, if he was, that's not the issue here. This is about due process. This is about justice. And in both cases, there has been a huge, a huge abuse, a huge perversion of justice that has taken place here, and a huge, huge manipulation of due process, which has seen the, the politicization of the justice system to such a perverted degree, an obscene degree. That's what this trial was. And nobody is sticking up for Roger Stone, if you've noticed because it's not a popular thing to do, because he's not a well-regarded individual. He is a self-proclaimed political trickster, a shyster, a professional liar, etc., and all these things that people say he is, or that he says he is. Most of it's bluster, quite honestly. I mean, his, his heydays in politics, well, they were well behind him, and he didn't do anything really of note here, other than boasting and inflating his credentials. <laughs> that's what Roger Stone was doing. And so apparently, apparently that's uh, what he's really gone down for here. There's a few other bits and pieces. But according to prosecutors, Roger Stone lied, lied about having a back channel uh, to WikiLeaks. And when he first First testified in front of the Intelligence Committee, they're saying he said that uh, he didn't have a back channel. Okay. And then they've dug, they've dug up uh, uh, DM messages on Twitter, nondescript messages, a few messages between him and some and Wik, the WikiLeaks account. And they're, they're accusing Roger Stone of fishing for information about imminent releases of emails that are coming up. This is during the 2016 campaign. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. So they're saying that, uh, you know, because he, he lied, because the if he told the truth, uh, that might make the president look bad. Okay. This is, th th there are lies within lies wrapped in lies. And I'm not talking about Roger Stone here. And I'll explain. So they're saying he lied the first time, and then we, 
he he was questioned before, and they had the goods on him, and he was also the the most serious charge clearly is is witness tampering here, and that's debatable as well according to statements made by Randy Credico, who also testified in this, and there's a good interview that's quite revealing uh, by. Craig Murray, former British ambassador to Uzbekistan, he's published this interview. We've linked to it on the show page with Randy Credico. Uh, he is uh, a friend of WikiLeaks and a comedian, political activist, many years. Okay. And it's a very good interview. You listen to it and make up your own mind. And Craig Murray's given some pretty important, I think, key points on here. So they're saying that Roger Stone used Credico and Jerome Corsi, not a... Uh, award-winning journalist by any stretch of the imagination, as intermediaries to communicate with WikiLeaks and Julian Assange. They're saying, they're saying that so, somehow Stone was in contact with WikiLeaks. Okay, let's just hit the brakes right here. Okay, even if, even if Roger Stone was in contact with WikiLeaks, even if it's not, there's no crime there, it's not worthy of any hearing or any investigation, why? I'll explain to you why in a minute. So the same stone was in contact with whoever. Okay. So the, the point was, what it's, what it's come down to in the end is Roger Stone was not in contact. He had no back channel to Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. The whole premise of this trial is fake. And this comes out of a two-year Stalinist show trial called the Mueller probe. So this is a child of the Mueller probe, which which set out to find Russian interference or Russian collusion between the Trump campaign and the Kremlin, and it found nothing after three years. It was a total flop. It was a donut. So even Randy Credico has tweeted out here, Randy Credico says, two things I want to make clear. Julian Assange never reveals his sources. This is what Julian Assange says. Here, Randy Credico is reiterating this. There was no back channel between Mr. Assange and anyone in 2016. Let's now focus on getting him out of the hateful fangs of injustice and into the loving arms of his family in Australia. Very powerful statement by Randy Credico. Extremely powerful statement. So, where are we at with this right now? We are, for America, I think this is a, a very bad move. Very, very bad move. And I'll tell you why. Since when does the establishment suddenly put any weight or currency on anything that Roger Stone has said since he left the Trump campaign in 2016? He wasn't working for Trump. Uh, he's basically telling whoppers left, right, and center. It's like putting P.T. Barnum on trial for fibbing. But suddenly, but now, and for political score-settling purposes, they want to grab him. And they want to create a federal trial uh, to, to basically try a, a known trickster, a known liar, a self-described trickster. They want to put him on trial, a charlatan, for, for being a trickster. It's unbelievable. Whose media, whose media portfolio is being managed by Alex Jones, by One American News? And this is Roger Stone. And suddenly you want to hold him accountable verbatim. It's like when Trump said uh, at, at a rally, WikiLeaks, if you're listening, or no, he said Russia, if you're listening, find the rest of Hillary's emails. 
And they've admitted this in as evidence during the uh, the Mueller probe as, as, as an indication that Trump was soliciting help from the Russians, literally telling a joke at a rally. This is where we're at in America right now. It's 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 beyond absurd. So listen closely. The crucifixion of Roger Stone and people say even people who disagree with this trial will say this was at, this was to get Trump. Yes, for some people it was for the for the. For the lamestream media, it was, and for shallow political operatives, it was. But no, this was much deeper than this. This Stalinist show trial that Uncle Joe would, would even be embarrassed by, this was erected for one single reason, and one reason only, and that was to buttress the official fiction that Russia hacked the DNC, took the emails, gave them to WikiLeaks and Julian Assange for the benefit of Trump in the 2016 election. That's the fiat flying buttress for this entire charade. That's what the Roger Stone trial was all about. Make no mistake about it. Anything else is collateral damage, including Roger Stone himself. So Russiagate, the Mueller probe, in effect, delegitimizing the results of the 2016 election in the United States. This is exactly what the United States and all of its various agencies, NGOs, etc., do to weaker overseas governments and, quote, regimes. Think about that for a second. Only now they're doing it in America. Only now it's being done at home, American-style justice, that it's been meting out internationally for so many decades, is now coming home. Think about that. Steve Bannon throws him under the bus. And then Rick Gates basically says uh, that uh, he said that he overheard a phone call between Trump and Stone and Trump hangs up the phone, says to Gates, there's more emails to come. That's because WikiLeaks already announced it publicly. But they're they're taking they're isolating this out of context. And this is justice. It was public knowledge. And in, and, and even if even if it wasn't, everybody wanted to get a jump on WikiLeaks. And let me explain. Again, we get to the core of the issue here. How is this an insight? This is not even insider knowledge. And even if it is, how is that different from somebody getting off the phone with the New York Times or an intermediary with the New York Times and saying, oh, there's more leaks to come? I just spoke to the New York Times. Is that election meddling? Is that fraud? No. This is what people do during campaigns behind the scenes. Herein lies the fraud and the deception of the, the, the absolute deep-seated corruption in this entire affair. If they, if, they, if they took any of this at face value, any of it, then that belies the official narrative that WikiLeaks is not a press outlet, that it is a hostile foreign intelligence services working with the Russians. Do you understand what I just said? Think about that for a minute. Which was working with Russia to interfere in the 2016 elections. That's what this is all about. And to, to help Donald Trump get into office. This is a Stalinist show trial to preserve a fraudulent narrative. The fact that they can do this in broad daylight in 2019 shows you. It shows you the depths of that the United States, its its culture, its political 
bodies, its politicians, its, its uh, grifters have sunk to. It's, it's an all-time, an all-time low. And what's, what's keeping this going is people with their partisan allegiances, both on the left and the right. In this case, more on the left for this show trial. They, they won't break ranks for political reasons. This is, more, this is bigger than politics. This is about justice and due process. It's being severely perverted. This was a victimless crime. Where is the underlying crime? No one had a back channel to WikiLeaks. So the, the hearing itself is illegitimate. The Mueller probe is, is illegitimate. It found nothing. All it did was pull people up on process crimes, some of which will be reversed when the justice uh, cycle finally comes around full circle, which eventually it will. So this is where we're at. It, this doesn't rise to the level of crime. Okay. This is like a get back to the Cohen Swinkles effect. He was uh, blame Putin is his uh, his archive on Cohen Swinkles on Twitter. It's like uh, you lied about hearing voices, you know, or I lied about I, I had a back channel to a ghost. Uh, so what you can pull somebody into Congress and put them on trial for lying about having a back channel to something that didn't exist. But this is again, this is about buttressing the Russia WikiLeaks narrative without any proof or any due process. It's all being done by fiat. So in Stalin's New America, any political associations are treated as criminal henceforth. So if you crack a joke, uh, it's admitted as evidence. Solicitation of, of hacking. In the case of Trump at this uh, rally, for instance. So And Stone lied about exchanging this and that and the other. Yes, technically, you can say that. But the point is, why is this happening in the first place? Why are they going through this? If, they, if you did this to anybody, you could find and make create lies about for, for just about anybody. For just about anybody. Was there any espionage involved? No. He was talking, they were talking to and about a media outlet, which everybody wanted to get a jump on during that campaign. Every journalist, every political operative, every campaign hack. Did they enable the Kremlin in any way? In election interference, did WikiLeaks enable the Kremlin in any way? Enabled by the Kremlin to to to, to interfere, to to collude, to meddle, to influence? No, none of that has been shown or proven. So there's nothing there, zero. How incredibly stupid this is on its face. It's unbelievable. And this is one of the worst things. And if, even if you don't like Roger Stone or what he's about or Trump, if you look the other way on this, this huge miscarriage of justice and, and abuse of the legal system for political score settling and just deep institutional fraud at play here with the whole Russiagate hoax, okay, this is hugely damaging to the United States on, very, on a very deep level that this is allowed to ride. And they won't challenge any of these core points, any of the media mavens on CNN, not even on Fox, because they need that narrative too, because they're half run by the deep state, just as CNN is, and MSNBC, and all the rest of them. We're going to take a short break. We're going to go live to Santiago, Chile, with our next guest, Andre Vilcek. 
I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. This is the Sunday Wire. Stick around. We'll be right back.